Hello everyone. Uh, just as this quick, super rad intro that I know all you love. Um, I completely lost my train of thought because I'm doing this first thing in the morning, which I usually do towards the evening, but now I'm doing it early so I can be proactive. Yay! Um, this episode's very rambly. Um, like even, even for this podcast, this episode's really rambly. And sorry about that. We just couldn't. We we went in with a plan and then realized too late that the plan didn't make sense and we were on a time crunch, so we had to just keep going. And then Autumn showed up halfway through. It was it was fun. It was a very good episode. I hope you like this episode, but it's gonna be a whole lot less focused than usual. Uh anyways, content warning for this episode. Uh we talk about war, we talk about the weird quiet shower story again. We talk about nuclear weapons and using them, and we discuss fascism and democratic corruption. Um, yeah, so I really hope you like this episode. Um, as an update, my surgery is next week, so I'm not sure what the next couple episodes are going to look like or sound like. Um, I'll figure it out. There should be content in the next two weeks, but... Yeah, there's no what. There's there's going to be content. I don't care what I have to do. Something will go up next Friday. And the Friday after that. And the Friday after that. I haven't missed a week yet. And damn it, I don't plan to. Anyways, I hope you enjoy this episode. Bye. It's Necessary Tangents, and I have a Metal Gear joke for you. Yeah? Where does Snake store his uh, beer? No, where does he store his beers? In a barrel. I truly don't get it. Metal Gear Solid 1, um, there's a couple scenes where he says Meryl's name really weird. <laughs> and he kind of, like, coughs, hacks them out. <laughs> um, anyways... Hi! Uh, it's me, Joe! And it is I, Kiki Rose. And I was gonna make a joke about Autumn not being here, but Autumn couldn't make it this week. Yeah, it's um, too early. It's not even uh, May. You're right? Um, I, I was gonna do the whole snake thing, but that doesn't... The snake, snake, snake... That doesn't really work when the person's not around. Also, Autumn is two syllables. And Lundemir is three syllables. So it's just too many syllables. It's just too many syllables. Uh, but we're going to take a break from talking about Metal Gear Solid 5. Um, and we're going to talk about some of the non-canonical Metal Gear games, I guess. Um, specifically, Ghost Babble. Because that's semi- uh, uh, canonical, kinda, I guess. Uh. It's the first time Raiden shows up. Because if you do all the challenge missions in Ghost Babble, it's revealed at the end that, uh, the person doing the challenge mission's name is Jack, and he's there to study the events, or the missions of Snake, so that he can become the next Snake. 
Damn, okay, so Ghost Babble is the VR missions that Raiden is playing. Kind of. Raiden, Raiden up there with the Game Boy Color. Um, kind of. Well, I mean, no, it, it did happen because after you beat it, there are like challenge missions. And when you're doing the challenge missions, it is explicitly someone different doing all this stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Ghost Babble, it's it's a Metal Gear game for the Game Boy Color, and it actually fucking works. Yeah, I, I feel like it's kind of a product of um, the, the approach to, like, console releases where, like, you have, you have a little studio develop a handheld game that releases along the same time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we get that as much now. Now that the the handheld and console spaces have like completely merged, yeah. I there's only really one handheld left, and that's the Switch. And even then, I, the handheld with a big fat asterisk on the end of it. Mm-hmm. But the Switch do look mighty chunky, though. I I don't remember a whole lot about the story of Ghost Babel, but it it is kind of like an alternate timeline Metal Gear Solid One. It has elements of the MSX games. Yeah. The gameplay is kind of kind of like uh, overhead Metal Gear, but with some innovations in Metal Gear Solid, so you can like press up against walls and peek around corners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a sequel to the Metal Gear One and Two, but not to um, Solid. It's it's weird. It has a really weird uh, space and. Yeah. Yeah, it it hits some of the same beats. Like you have the the remote control guided missile. You have mm-hmm. like the smoke detector, or the the smoke canister that lets you see the laser beams and the gas mask that lets you pass through like toxic spaces. You have the boxes which you have to use to travel around. Yeah, I mean, that's where I got lost. That shit is complicated. Yeah, God, the the conveyor belt maze is fucking ridiculous and it's, unfun. It's kind of. It's it, it would be a stretch to call it a Metroidvania, but it is kind of gear gated. Yeah, man, are are the Metal Gear Solid games Metroidvanias? Some of them. Two two you, is kind of like that. Because they're pretty go... linear, though. Yeah, that's true. You but can't so really... are so is games like Super Metroid. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was going to say Super Metroid, if you know the right glitches, you can get to places out of order. But that's the same of, like, the Metal Gear Solid games also. All right, well, let, let's call it definitively. Some of the Metal Gears are Metroidvanias. Yeah. Except for 5. 5 definitely, definitely is not. 4 definitely is not. 4 is fucking Final Fantasy thirteen, uh school of gameplay. Yeah, maybe not three either. Maybe parts of three. Yeah, I guess just one and two are the only Metal Gear games where it takes place in one area. Maybe the MSX games? Oh, and the MSX games, yeah. Definitely the MSX games. God, they were from... That was from a fun uh, period of time, back when games beating it was not a guarantee. Because, like, these days, 
if you buy a game, you're like the game makers expect you to beat it one day. But back then was definitely not that way. Yeah, you might just eat shit or get stuck. And what are you going to do? You can't look it up. Can't look it up. Uh, Maybe your friend figured it out, hopefully. Yeah, time for you to start. Time for you to fucking start over because there's no checkpoints here. They were brutal games. Hey, remember when the Mario Kart games had lives? Uh, I, I do not. Uh, I know the Super Nintendo one. Uh, you had to place above fourth or you'd lose a life. And you yeah. had three lives. And if you were playing multiplayer, I think both of you had to, uh, had, no, no, one of you could. But the thing is, uh, you'd, you'd lose a life and you'd have to redo the race. That's an important bit I left out. Just like real life. Sure. Um. <laughs> I'm trying to remember Ghost Babel. I, see, I was going to read a screenshot LP of Ghost Babel before we did this, because I thought we had a little bit of time. Um. I can't even remember who the bad guy of Ghost Babble is. Uh, I remember it had some really fucking crazy bosses. Um, I believe Boomerang Kangaroo was one of the bosses. Let's see. Uh, the Gindra Liberation Front, led by General Augustine Egwabon. Right. There's a metal, US-funded Metal Gear Gander. In a made-up South African country. Mm -hmm. A lot of Metal Gear games take place in Africa. Which, I mean, that kind of makes sense. Because there's yeah. been a lot of wars with a lot of mercenaries that, take, that have taken place in Africa. Ghost Babel takes place in a fortress that used to be Outer Heaven. So it's right! I forgot! Revisiting it does... Outer Heaven. Right, it does take place in Outer Heaven. Um... Yeah, because he's right. He's going back to outer heaven because someone else is. Yeah. So, oh, can you buy Ghost Babble on Switch? Oh no, never mind. This is just a wiki. God, if only. Oh, I'm sorry, I have to be on there. Um, right. It's Slasher Hawk, Marionette Owl, and Pyro Bison are the um. The bosses. Whose whose special powers are uh Slasher Hawk throws boomerangs at you. Marionette Owl uh can see in the dark and he's a sniper rifle. And Pyro Bison is just a big guy with a flamethrower, which that sounds nothing like Revolver Ocelot. Um Sniper Wolf and God, what's his name? I just I just watched an LP. Vulcan Raven. Vulcan Raven. I like yeah. I love our our legally distinct Metal Gear Solid One bosses. Yeah. Oh, also, this is really fucking great. There's um. There's a radio play you can listen to. 
Or I guess not re- listen to, you can read by, like, calling in, or, like, tuning into a special, uh, radio frequency, and I can't remember how how often it changes, or how you make it go to the next area. It's a weird... It's a weird-ass game. Pretty fun, though. Yeah. I only played a little bit of it. Um, it's got some great sprite work. Yeah, I mean, like like I said, I'm very surprised this was on the Game Boy Color. It's very, like, it's legit. And, like, it's... It's a legit Metal Gear Solid game. Items you would expect, and cinematic cutscenes, and lots of codec calls, and awesome. heel turns. Yeah, there's the, um... Boxes! So many boxes. There's the, uh, like, programmer guy who helps you, who's like the, uh, Otacon of the game, who... I think he backstabs you. No, he doesn't backstab you, he just explodes at one point. It's no good. And you, you have a, you even have a little radar scope, a little tiny little pixel pixel box crammed into the upper right corner of the screen. Yeah. Sorry, this is this is definitely the Metal Gear I have the least uh uh experience with. Oh yeah, there was multiplayer. If you use the uh if you use a game link you could fight each other. Yo, Ghost Babble versus? Yeah. How does that even work? I don't know. My guess my guess is that you're both you're put on opposite sides of like a building and then you run through the different rooms and try to get the drop on each other. It's fun. Didn't um didn't four have a multiplayer mode as well? Metal Gear Online? Mm-hmm. Four, um, four does three dead. Um, though it did, it wasn't very, it didn't work as well because that was back on PS2, which was like the start of online gaming against each other. So that was pretty fucking rough. Um, hey, Autumn. Yay, Autumn's here. Hey. Yay. Uh, Autumn's here. Yay. Yay! I I I wasn't asleep. I was doing important business things. Yes, this is my important business thing. Yes, you were hiding in the corner and you popped out, and it was a great shock. Yes, and then you stabbed someone with your katana, which is something that happens in a whole lot of Metal Gear games. Which it happens a lot more than you'd think. Well, that's kind of Raiden's whole shtick, isn't it? Raiden does it. Gray Fox does it. Um. Oh yeah, Gray Fox. In five, the um, the mist unit does it, but they have machetes. Um, does anyone do that in three? Does anybody have a sword in three? That sounds like something Volgan would just like have a sword, and stab someone with it just to be a jerk. Or Raiden does it. Four Raiden does it and just doesn't stop doing it. Good for him. Don't know if it happens in Survive. Don't know if it happens in 
Revengeance, same thing. Many people jump out of nowhere with katanas. It is, in fact, a problem in Revengeance, because it won't stop happening. Just like the stairs. I told you about the stairs, bro. There, I got my Homestuck reference in. Um, but yeah, here, here's something fun. Uh, in North America, Ghost Babble was actually just called Metal Gear Solid. Despite it being a completely different game. Unrelated oh. to Metal Gear Solid. Can you imagine if, if you played if you played Ghost Babble and your friend played the PS1 game, you don't realize that they're different things, and you're just like, what are you talking about? Did I miss that part of the game? Vulcan, Vulcan Raven? No, his name's Pyro Bison. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Right, no, okay, Ghost Babble does have stages. Which is how you get to um, as which is how you get the different uh, radio play episodes. That's right. Also, Slasher Hawks boomerangs are shaped really weird. Like uh, how weird? Weird how? That, they're that's... like they look more like swords than like what you think a boomerang would look like. It, uh, it is. It is not the uh, the stereotypical boomerang, which those aren't how those work. If you if you throw a boomerang and it comes back to you, you did not actually throw the boomerang properly. If you throw a sword and it does come back, you threw it very properly. That's that's, that's extremely impressive. <laughs> does I mean? Does anyone else have anything to say about Ghost Babble or just Metal Gear in general? Yeah, right. <laughs> you should play it. <laughs> yeah, play it on your phone. Metal Gear games are real solid. Yeah. Um, can you play it on your phone? Oh, I guess. Damn it! I didn't even mean to make that pun, but that was really fucking good. Damn it! One day I'll be funny on purpose. Anyway, Metal Gear's on phones. Yeah, if you get um, my yeah. old boy, the the Game Boy Color emulator. Not that we condone emulation mm. on this channel, wink. Well, you know, em emulation is fine. Emulation is legal. Uh, it's the right. ROMs that right. that I'm going to have to condemn you for. Right, sorry. The, the little pirate. You're right, it's the ROMs. So, dump your legally obtained copy of Ghost Babble, and then put it on your phone. Yeah, that's legal. As long as you own it, it's legal. Uh, but yeah. Um, Metal Gear... Ghost Babble. It's kind of Metal Gear Solid. But kind of not. It's a, it's, 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 it's a good the game. It's pretty good. It's a shame it hasn't seen a re-release. Re if they ever do give it a re-release, I really hope they change the conveyor belt maze. Leave it in. Make it harder virtual console release or anything like that. Yeah, why would Nintendo ever re re or make it easy to get one of their games? I feel like it probably... I don't know, did it, did it sell well? I don't know. Um... I'm guessing probably not? 
Because uh, who would want to play a Metal Gear game on their Game Boy when Solid's out? And the, the, it's and Solid's a PlayStation game. I don't know how much overlap there was between people who bought have who had a Game Boy Color and then bought a PlayStation instead of a sixty-four. Yeah, it definitely seems like an odd choice. I apparently my guess, or apparently from what I've been able to gather very quickly, um, Metal Gear Solid sold like gangbusters. Uh, so, uh, Kojima wanted to make a portable one, and so we went, okay, what's the most popular portable handheld? Oh, the Game Boy Color. Okay, let's make a game for the Game Boy Color. Uh, Can you imagine Wonder Swan Metal Gear? Game Gear, Metal Gear. Man, remember the Game Gear, which had, like... Which ate through batteries so fast, it was almost impossible to beat any game that didn't have some sort of save system. Because you couldn't put it in, like, sleep mode while you swapped out the batteries. You couldn't, like... But they would it would eat through the batteries before you could finish, so you had to get, like, one of those rechargeable battery packs, you know? You just gotta. Fuck. Remember when, like, controllers and shit needed batteries to function? Those were the dark oh, yeah. days. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I have a wireless controller that needs batteries to function, though I just, me just plugged in. Double A's into my, my X-Bone controller. Yeah. <laughs> I Actually, I have one of those, too. But um, I just keep it plugged into my computer, because... I mean, the wireless receiver requires a USB slot, so why would I not just plug the controller in, and then not have to worry about having to buy batteries. Right? You are so right. I, I, I find I occasionally am. But yeah. Metal Gear. Metal you should play the Gear. Metal Gear games. But... Uh, we'll be back next time to talk more about Metal Gear Solid 5 and how fucking zany Metal Gear Solid 5 is because if you think if you think we have reached peach, peak zany and Metal Gear Solid 5 oh baby you have no idea where how much zanier it gets from here ready I want to know how it ends <laughs> yeah tell us how it ends Ocelot does a sexy dance in the rain right uh, if you if you do things correctly, here here's a teaser. So if you spend too much time out in the field without going back to Mother Base and taking a shower, um, you'll start to get stinky, and uh, any soldiers will be able to spot you because you smell so bad. Um, and then if you go even longer, when you go back to base, you get a cutscene where all of your soldiers are like, oh a high boss and they're all saying away because you smell really really bad and then Ocelot uh, walks up to you and dumps a, a bucket of water on you and tells you to go take a fucking shower uh however oh I think I talked about this last time I but think so 
Yeah, if if Quiet likes you enough, uh, she'll stop Ocelot and walk out, and then she'll take a shower with you, and it's really gross. Oh, you get re- rewarded for being disgusting! Yeah. Honestly, I'm surprised that Snake doesn't smell constantly. Just but look at him. He takes a lot of showers. In his clothes! Oh, he just like me, for real. Well, how else are you supposed to take a shower? Naked? Like a weirdo? Yeah. Well, that's n- naked Snake. <laughs> this is Venom Snake. Oh, yeah, you're, you're right. This is Venom Snake. So he does it just very venomously. Yeah. In clothing. I'm trying to think if there's any other quick things about MGS5 that are like side things. So MGS5 has multiplayer and has two different versions of multiplayer. Uh, there's like a team deathmatch version where you play as the character you designed at the start of the game. And there's like, I think there's like a deathmatch mode. And then there's also like control points where you have to go like control points and that kind of stuff. And then there's also Very multiplayer. Well Thanks. Uh, there's also multiplayer where you can invade other people's mother bases and steal their soldiers. And then other people can do it to you. Um, and then later in the game, you can develop nukes. Uh, and so you can invade other people's bases and steal their nukes. And you can also nuke other people's bases before you go there and steal their shit. Because somehow that doesn't just destroy them. I guess you're setting it... nuke. I guess you're setting it off, like, above them or next to them or whatever. It's weird. Metal Gear Solid Five is weird. The multiplayer is weird. It has fucking in-game currency. You can buy insurance for your base. So if you get invaded and people steal your best soldiers, they don't disappear from your base. Because that happens. When, when you kidnap someone from their base to recruit at your base, the other player loses those soldiers. Sounds mad annoying. That's kind of why I stopped playing that game. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't opt out. But I think... I think if you don't do it, eventually people will just stop being able to invade you. Because you'll... Like, your score will drop so low that you... The only other people who will be able to challenge you are people who also don't do that multiplayer. Well, here's the hack. I just won't play it until 20 years from now. And then nobody will be online. Yeah, that's assuming... Yeah, that's true. Hmm. I hope the game will be playable in 20 years. I sure hope so. Because with the way games are going these days, I hope... They don't add something to Metal Gear Solid Five that says you have to be... Connected to the internet and buy Mother Base coin. And... Now there's AIs who will invade you because fuck you. Andrew Couch. Um, also, one, one final thing. Metal Gear Solid 5. Um, there's a special cutscene that plays if on the platform there are no longer any nukes. Or if every single nuke has been destroyed because you can also, like, destroy the nukes instead of using them. There's a special cutscene about how the nuclear threat is over. It has. That's every nuke 
ever. That's every player's nukes. Yes. It's played illegitimately on a couple different platforms because of an overflow error where everyone built so many nukes the counter for nukes overflowed back into negative numbers. Ah, the Gundy style. That's actually not true. Oh. Uh, Gandhi is no more likely to nuke you in civilization as any other uh, civilization. But did they actually make it a thing in the later games or not? They might have. From what I heard, like it was a meme. And then later games, they actually made him function like that. That like, might I could be, be wrong. That might be it. I've heard both. But, um... I, I know where the th- I know where the rumor comes from, is that Gandhi supposedly, ha- like, every civilization had a base, like, a friendliness rating, where they were less likely to declare war on you. And then Gandhi's... Uh would eventually overflow so he'd become the most aggressive and that would happen around the times time where he could develop nukes. This, I think that's where the rumor started. But Civilization games, they're also super fun. But plugs. Does anyone have anything they want to plug? Watch Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Ooh, yeah, that's a good show. Oh. Um there are apparently the OG theories. Not the, not yeah. the remake. Do not, do not watch the OVs. Do not watch the reboot. Well, I mean... I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe watch the reboot. It's probably not the, that bad. The reboot, reboot might be good. I don't think it's out yet. Don't think it could hold a candle to the original series. Yeah. Watch that shit. I'm yeah, like halfway good. through. It's, it's good. good. Fucking... What are, the, what are the guys who are just like super fucking gung-ho with the axes? The Rosen Readers? Yeah, the Rosen Readers. Yeah, they're fun. Watch that show and proceed to have your, your heart destroyed, smashed into a tiny little pulp. Yeah. Yeah. There's some really sad moments. There's also, just just so when you're going and you don't, uh, you weren't surprised, it's really graphic too. A lot Surprisingly, of people... it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, a lot of people die extremely graphically. Um, because the show wants you wants you to really, really understand, okay, yes, these are really cool people. War fucking sucks. And here's all these characters you really liked, and some of them are going to die extremely pointlessly and extremely brutally. Like Yeah. It sucks. Show. <laughs> you should watch it. It's really good. It's not about the space combat. It's all about the politics. And, like, there's some really important questions that are asked. Like, is it better to live under a benevolent dictator or a corrupt democracy? Like. And, like, yeah. It's really interesting. And there's. It's a good, it's a good show. It's a good show. Good old Yang Wenli. Um, Autumn, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, I'm gonna plug more music like I usually do. Uh, I'm gonna plug at the Monroe Transfer. Ooh. 
which is a kind of Godspeed You Black Emperor-esque post-rock band. Ooh. Uh, highly recommend. Uh, very good. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to recommend Demon, or Devil, Vampire Survivors. <laughs> God, I got that wrong three times. Um, it's, it's cheap. It's a fun little game. Um, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's really cool. Check it out online. There's a bunch of, uh, uh, people, vids of people playing it. It's kind of popular with, um, some VTubers. So you can probably find some good ones. It's updates pretty often. Um, there's a lot to it. It's quick. Um, most of my matches, most of the time when I'm playing it, my sessions last like 10 minutes. Today I had one almost get to 30 minutes, but that's because I accidentally invented the ultimate build of if I just stand still, everything will throw themselves against my fucking wall of bullshit. It's a, it's a fun game, and once you get to a certain point, it's a very good job of just making you feel invincible and powerful. Yeah. Um, especially once you... Start like figure out how to consistently get to that that thirty minute mark. Like it's yeah. it's satisfying. Yeah, it's a good game. Check it out. Um, but anyways, thank you all for listening. Sorry that this episode was even even for necessary tangents, even for us, extremely like rambly and uncentered, and a lot of us staring at wikis trying to figure out what the fuck happened with this game. Yeah, I kind of ran out of Ghost Babble memories. Yeah, I really should have. I really sh- should have reread the LP before this. But oh well. Uh, I hope all of you had a great day. Bye.